So let's say in the base of Middash, the Kodesh Kodashim is very in, secret inside, very hidden. So that's an inner inside Kodashim. But let's say in Shalayim, it's an open city, people come and go. It's an external Kodashim. Same thing with people. Some people have a Kodashim which is inside, some people which is best outside. So the Kohen and their Kedusha is internal. We see that, for example, the Aboda that the Kohen and do in the base of Mikdash is very, very quiet. Basically, they don't, they don't hardly say anything. They may say a little bit at the beginning. I'm doing this Lishma. Uh, yeah, gets the blood, says, I'm going to take the blood and do the mitzvah of Shema. But then, all the rest of the things that he does with the blood are all done very quietly, doesn't talk at all. The coin goes and lights the menorah inside the face of the doesn't talk about it. There's no sound. Koinim is very quiet. He's a voter. Because it's, 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 his Kedusha is private. So it's, it's not a public display. It's not a public display. It's a personal kedusha. So he does his avoda quietly, privately. However, the Levians in the base of Migdash are very exposed. They're singing in the choir, they're playing musical instruments, there's an orchestra. Orchestra is performed by the Levian. The choir is Levian. They're on display. Because their Kedusha is Pitsomi, is external. So it's on display. So now, the thing is like this if Kedusha is private, it has to be covered, covered with clothing. The Kedusha has to be covered and protected. Clothing is a very important way of protecting and covering the Kedusha. So therefore, you hide it with the clothing. So, so for example, he said like this, that there's a difference between the Kedusha of women Kedusha of men as a type, not by every person, but as a type. In Torah, the women's Kedusha is private. He's special style, holiness, and has private life. He's not supposed to be public display. So it's a private life. That's why women have a special mitzvah of wearing clothing. More than that. They have to wear clothing of tzniyus, which covers them much more than the clothing of a man. Why? Because their kedusha is a personal, private kedusha. So private kedusha should be covered with clothing to show that it's covered. I mean, to show, but to indicate that it's private. So it's not on display. Not on display. Not, not to cover it up. So women. They could be just private, therefore they have a mitzvah wearing clothing and do the clothing of sleeves. Sleeves means to keep things private. So basically, where 
It's a, like a type, to a type, like this person. So where is the Kedusha woman more found? In, the, in her home. That's where she is the, so to speak, the, the Kairos Abayis that says that the women are the, they are the pillar of the home. Because why? Because inside the home, the, the private area of life, inside the home, that's where she, her Kedusha is. So she, the most important part of the home, the wife, she does much more. She has, she gives birth to the children. When they're in the home, she does much more in terms of dealing with the children. She's involved with foods, the cooking, cleaning. So that's what her Kedusha is. Her Kedusha is in the bias, inside. She has an inner, inner Kedusha. Men, the type of man is basically outside. So as a man, he goes out, he has Kedusha in the world, has mitzvahs, has delicious things, make things better out there in the world. So that's where his role is. Like, for example, men, only men can, can have public positions. Only a man can be a king. Only a man can be a mayor. Only a man should be a judge on a court. Because these are public positions. So the Torah wants men. That's their Kedusha. Their Kedusha is external. In the public arena. So that's where the men are supposed to function more. And the women are supposed to function in the closet. Why? Because men, their Kedusha is external. The women's Kedusha is internal. There's an external Kedusha and internal. Now he's saying that's the thing. That uh, in Kabbalah, the, the men are called the Yamin, the right, and the women are identified with the small, the left. Kabbalah uh, also, the right side, which is the, the man's side, is the side of Tessa. Oh. Left side is the power of death. It took me a long time until I finally grasped this idea that, that the men, because they're the men, they're chesed, and the women, because they're, they're, they're din, they're small. Why? Because chesed is public. How do you do chesed? You help people. And usually the chesed is outside, outside the home, uh, right? Good things for the world, for the society, for the city. Chesed is external, it's given to the outside. So that's the men's role. And the women, because it's inside, inside the home, it's more focused and private. That's called din. Din is limit. It's limits. Din creates limits. Chesed is open. Okay. Now, you put tefillin on your left hand. Interesting. It's supposed to cover the tefillin. The left side 
it's the, it's the, it's the women's side. It's the side of the in, inside Kedusha, which is supposed to be hidden. So therefore you have to put clothing over the filling on the left side. Okay, so now it means like this, that every person, we have a right hand and a left hand. So we are a combination of chesed and din, except for the men, the chesed is more pronounced. But we also have in the Kedusha din. By the women, it's reversed, that the women in the Kedusha is more, is more pronounced, but she also has a right side, she has a chesed side. People outside also. So every person is a combination of chesed and din, of external and internal. External, you say, is the galui, and internal is the seser. But it's a question of emphasis. So by women, again, as a type, the emphasis is more on the hidden kedusha and on the din. And the, the man, it's more on the outside, the chesed, the revealed kedusha, more. I tell you the truth, when I learned this many years ago, I, I didn't, I didn't the beginning grasp it, that women are din and men are chesed. I mean, my, as a young fellow, when I heard this the first time, the first time I didn't, I didn't understand it because I said, well, my, my mother is a woman, she does tremendous amount of chesed for me and my Forget my father's a tough guy, so he's din. So why are we saying here that men are chesed and women are din? So, but over the years I learned that this is uh, correct because, it, first of all, just an illustration. As someone who likes to go out sometimes to raise money for causes, I always want to raise money from a man, not from a woman. I go for the same course, typical man and woman. A man will give me $5,000 for a good cause. A woman will give me $50. Literally a hundred times more. He says a rule of thumb, when you're raising money for anything, you want to ask a man. He'll give many, many more. In an average case, he'll give much, much more than a woman. In my own house, it's true. I have a cause, I write a check for $180. My wife will write a check for $18. All the time. I have to keep on telling my wife, I give yeah. 180, that's what I want to give. So why don't you write 10 checks for 18? So it took a very long time. Now she does it. But it took her maybe 30 years to write 10 checks for 18. She says, I give all the time 180, so she finally, after many, many years, says, I'll give 10 times 18. But our natural thing is to give one check of 18. Maybe one check of 180. It's, it's typical. You see this all the time. I'll tell you by, I collect Matanas Slavyanin. So uh, the boys, so the boys at the Minyanin and girls at the Minyanin, have got to me and saying, Shank, let's say there are 100 boys back at the Megillah, and there are 50 girls. So after the minion, I can ask my for my understanding. From the hundred boys who are there, I'll get, let's say, 
pick up some shoes at three hundred dollars. So the women are half. So let's say I get five hundred dollars from the boys. I should get two hundred fifty from the women. The women, I'll get ten dollars. Get five hundred from the men, and ten dollars from the women. Ninety-five percent of the women will give me nothing. That's not Fifty percent of the boys will give me. The men are much more generous because they have chesed. I mean, that's their need. Their need is to give, give, give. The women is to focus on insults. So for the children, but in general, she's not, that's not her thing to fix the world. My men, yes, men want to fix the world. It's in general, as you see this in Shari, and there's an old time. Uh, but in general, you notice something else about men and women. Not just like this: that women are much tougher than men. Women can stand pain much more than a man can stand pain. That, that, by the way, by now. It's already known in the medical world that there's something called pain tolerance. Women have a much higher tolerance for pain than men. That's already a biological fact. And the reason for that is because women have to give birth. Birth, right, they have to give birth. So every time a woman gives birth, there's a tremendous amount of pain. So Hashem built into them uh, the quality to be able to withstand pain. And just do what you have to do, despite the pain. That's thin. That's thin. That's the focus to get something done. You know, the immediate focus to get it done. That's thin. So women, because they have a need of thin, much more willpower to get things done and understand the pain. The men are weaker. You can't stand the pain. They, they'll withdraw. They'll run away from you. Women generally have much more ability to deal with it. Not just physical pain, emotional stress. Women are much better than men. Emotional stress. Let's say, I, I, I haven't, I don't know the statistics, but I would, I would be sure that more percentage of the guys in Hawaii suffer from anxiety and depression than the girls in the story. Because men are very soft so why are boy why are girls more like emotional than guys usually how are they that's a good question why are girls more emotional at least outwardly yeah they show their emotions they display their emotions more than the guys that's a good question. I don't know. I think it's about that. I don't know. It's not so. 
but they show their emotions much more. They seem to have a higher thermometer uh, for emotional reaction. Men are more on the sexual side. Women are more on the lady side. Since they have to take care of children and also take care of their husband, they have to be able to get emotional, emotional needs for people that they're with, children, husbands. So they have to have a parameter for emotion. As men, that's it's not so intimate. Their connection with people is more from a distance. The women's connection is more intimate. So that would explain. Because since women's connections are more intimate, why more intimate? Because she's private and focused on small areas, home, her children, the family. So therefore, since that focus is very focused, narrow, Deal with people, she has to have a very strong emotional parameter. So therefore, she has to feel emotions better than men. So, so, so that goes together because she's neither subdued. She has a higher sense of being. Being means the lady. Men are not so connected with the small group on a bigger scale. So their chesed is on a bigger level. So they deal with people more from a distance. They don't have to have such an emotional barometer. They have to understand that the das, chachma, what does what do people need? So their chachma is more pronounced. So now. Based on this, we can say that this the Kohanim, because they're inwards, try to ensure that that clothing, which then, as we're saying on the Mikasadin, the Vian, so they're public, they're chesed, they don't need clothing. So they can do their Vodha in public. So this is in the base of Mikdash. Kohanim are the private avoda, and the Yudin is the public avoda. But the problem is outside the base of Mikdash. Outside the base of Mikdash, they seem to reverse. Why? Because we see by the Egel, for example, Aaron, he was wishy-washy. 
he wasn't able to stand up against the people who wanted to make the Egel, because he was, his leader of Aaron is Oev Shalom, below the Shalom, he's making peace with people, so he was trying to make some kind of a compromise with the people, because his death, with people, is Shalom, which is really Chesed, Oev Chesed, Oev Shalom, so, but then Moshe comes and he says, Mila Shem who's ready to punish and to wage war against the people making the Egel? So come with him, the Levian. So the Levian by the Egel, they had the Mithisadin. So there's a flip here. The Kohen in the basin because just tries with Mithisadin. As of the basin Mikdash, the Kohen is public chesed. Lady in the base of Middash is public, is Middash a chesed. Outside the base of Middash, the lady is din. So, so that's what, so th- th- this is a problem. So that's why the Rav, Rabbi Salavechik, said that each of them have two kedushas. There's a kedusha the Torah has outside the base of Middash, and a second kedusha which he has inside the base of Middash, and the lady also. Has a separate kedusha outside the base of Mikdash and another kedusha inside the basement. So the Rav said, "We think you and I, the simple people, think that a kain has a kedusha's kain. It's the same kedusha in the basement outside kedusha's kain, and the lady has a kedusha's lady in and out." So the Rav, no, the Rav said for halachic reasons. He said, "The first, the, the big question was why does the kain have to wear clothing?" In the base of Middash, they don't wear the clothing outside the base of Middash. They eat truma, let's say, let's say, birchas kohen. We don't require that. We say only in the base of Middash does he need a special clothing. And the Gemara says, Bezman should be deim aleim, kinosim aleim. If you wear the clothing, that the kedusha will come. If you don't wear the clothing, the other kedusha will come. So how come outside the base of Middash, you don't have to wear clothing? I thought the deim aleim, kinosim aleim. And the day malayim and kumas malayim. How come? So the upside because there are two kedushas. There's a kedusha of a kain outside the base of mikdash. Doesn't need any clothing at all. He can be dressed as and the truma outside the base of mikdash without any clothing. In the base of mikdash, there's another kedusha. The kedusha is kain in the base of mikdash. To get that kedusha, it has to wear the clothing. So. So the shame, so what the saying is from Hasidus that the Kayan can have the Kedusha of Din in the base of Middash, which is private. He had the Kedusha of Chesed, of helping everybody outside the base of Middash. That's a, that's a different Kedusha's Kayanist. Kedusha's Kayan outside the base of Middash, that's the Kedusha of Chesed. That's the right side. And inside the base of Middash, is the Kedusha on the left side. Same Kayan. It's where he is. The lady, the opposite. The lady, outside the base of Migdash, he's thin. He's fighting the people of the Ega. And basically, there's a mission of Chumash to put a lady onto the Sanhedrin. The Sanhedrin, to the ultimate person of Din, should have Levium. Levium and the Mishpat. The Kohenim, outside the base of Migdash, should have they're supposed to try to bring peace and love to people. So, so they, they flip their roles. Their kedusha is different inside and outside the base of I think this is my idea. I used the word. Okay, now, 
says like this, that when Aaron and Cohen died, Amalek, the clouds which covered the Jewish people left. And the Amalekim were able to attack them. So what is, where is this? It's based upon what we said. It's that like this. That since Aaron which is within the, the private Kedusha, and that requires the garden. So the Jewish people also have an inner Kedusha and private Kedusha. That inner Kedusha, which was revealed, which actually came out of the desert, that's what they had those clouds of glory to cover, to cover them. In other words, like this, the Jew, the Jewish people, vis-a-vis the rest of the world. On the one side, we have an outer Kedusha. We're supposed to be bringing the word of Hashem to the world. We're supposed to be displaying the Kedusha of Torah to the rest of the world. That's an outer Kedusha. That is supposed to show. So, for example, the Jews, I think at least recent times, have been very strong in chesed. Hospitals, civil rights in America, rights of labor unions, all this has been very valuable. That's the outer Kedusha of the truth. However, there's an inner Kedusha of the truth, Talmud Torah, in the base of Medrash. That's not to be going. We don't have to show. We don't have to be going into the base of Medrash. We have to help the government outside with hospitals and labor unions and other things and make the country a better place and a humane place and help people who need it. But we're not supposed to be living in the shoes or cross-medrash. So that's the private condition of the Jews. The private condition of the Jews is not Government are supposed to learn Torah. The seven mitzvahs, but Torah the way we do it with all this thinking and explaining. The Gisa Bereb and Baraya is not for the government. That's for the inner Kedusha of the Jew. That's a special connection that the Jew has to Hashem through Talmud Torah, which is Din. Torah is Din. Torah is Din. Everything is based on Din. So that's inner Kedusha. So, like the aura, the aura, the luchos is deep inside the mishkan. It's, it's, it's separate. It's private. So therefore, the Jewish kedusha, which is private, that is the kedusha said the Torah, that not to do the rest of the world. However, the kedusha to help the rest of the world, that is a kedusha. It's an external kedusha. So now, in the desert. They were covered by that, now they're covered. Why? Because in the desert, they weren't supposed to interact with anybody else. They were supposed to keep their Kedusha private because those years in the desert, they got the Torah and they were learning the Torah. So that was basically like a time period of learning Torah for the Jewish people. It wasn't a time to fix the world. Later on, when they come to, uh, to Israel, there's no more now they covered. There's no more. But while they're, while they're in the desert, the Ananya covered them. The Kainan covered them with special clothing. That was the Swiss of Aaron. Now, when Aaron dies, it's more like in that time. Also, so before we get to that, I'm like him attack. Why? The Amalekim are the enemy of the deep hidden Kedusha of the Jew. We have lots of enemies. Most of the enemies are against our external Kedusha. Like the Arabs, 
They don't want us to live in the land of Israel. That's external. They don't want. They want to take the land for themselves. So our external kedusha to get the land and to build it up. That they don't. But Amalek, they don't like the fact that we're, that we're Jewish. Period. They're against the whole concept of the Torah Jew. Even the Torah Jew doesn't do anything outside. He's completely private. He's not, he's not doing, if we go into the land of Israel, he takes up something public. So it upsets the neighbors. Because they, they don't like this public thing. Jews took the land. Because it's definitely still like, there's something public about the problem. But Amalek, they weren't living in the land of Israel. They're far away. They live someplace in Saudi Arabia. They just attacked the Jews because they hate the fact that there's such a thing as Jews. They don't like the inner Jews, like the Nazis. They said the existence of the Jews is a threat to the world. The Jews, they said, have a conscience. And this world is supposed to be run without a conscience. Just power. You have a conscience, Miss you. You want to help the weak. But we don't believe in helping the weak. The weak are no good, we have to kill them. So the Jews are very bad for us because they created a conscience. So they hate the Jewish inner, inner, inner sanctity of the Jews. So that's why the Amalek enemy is an enemy of the inner Kedusha of the Jews. It's very poor existence they consider their enemy. Okay, that doesn't come that often, but every so often there's such a such an enemy. Back in the desert, the original Malay, the Nazi Germany was that kind of an enemy. Not they were they were trying to kill every Jew in the world. Not because the Jew was some kind of an external threat to them. No, Jew was living someplace else. They still wanted to kill him. Because they said his very existence against their inner core. Their inner core is against the inner core. So that's why Amalek attacks when there's no one on the cover, when he can't. So, anyway, uh, so getting back to the original question, that why is the, by the Mensa of Aaron, you don't take a comet, burn the whole thing, because the comet is the inner kedusha of a minstar. Some things a minstar, there's the general kedusha of the carbon, and then there's the inner core kedusha. So the comet is that inner kedusha. So the inner kedusha of the minstar, let's go down in the staff, the outer kedusha of the minstar, the rest of the minstar, the kind of it. But the client brings a minister, since his own Kedusha is inner, so his own mincha has inner Kedusha, not just a section of it. The whole carbon mincha has that inner Kedusha of the client, and therefore the whole thing goes on the minister. Okay, uh, the exercise is list the activities you did that expressed outer Kedusha and inner Kedusha. So let's say outer Kedusha you did Chesed, inner Kedusha you learned Torah, you learned Davin. Outer 
will express even more your type of Kedusha in your life. Devise a program to bring more Kedusha, both types, into your daily life and charge your public program. So let's say Chesed is out of Kedusha. So try to figure out a program for a week how you can do more Chesed without your out of Kedusha every day. Whenever it is you think, what can I do every day for a week? More Kedusha. Maybe it means I'll give every day money into the, the Tzedakah box. Usually I only give it once in a while. For, every, for a week, I want to do more Chesed. I'll put Tzedakah every day into the box. Or for a week, I'll, I'll call my mom and dad every day. He's a call them once a week, twice a week. Now I'll do it every day. So I increase the Kedusha, the external Kedusha. Then, for a week, also do things which make your inner Kedusha more. I'll, I'll, I don't know, I'll, I'll dive in a little slower instead of whatever amount of time. So my Shmonesra, I'll take another minute in Shmonesra. Or I'll learn another 10 minutes a day of, of Torah. It's only for the inner Kedusha to build it every day for a week. You keep track, you write down on a piece of paper or in the book. Wednesday, so Wednesday, Thursday, every day. So for a week, and you see, uh, are you able to increase your external kedusha, which is means towards others, and increase your inner kedusha towards you and Hashem? Good activities. And thanks for having a good job. So next week. But if you want, I'll probably be in the base medbush. I'm not going to be here next week. I'll be here probably, maybe probably Sunday. Okay, if everybody's giving shit on Sunday. Yeah. For sure. Thank you, Abby. That's great. We'll have a...